It's primary time again in Kansas, and the television ads are assaulting viewers with images, ideas, and ideology of candidates. With the Kansas Reflector today is the state's foremost chronicler of Kansas political ads, Bob Beatty, political science professor at Washburn University. With Bob's help, we're going to march through some of this season's campaign ads. There's something for everyone, humor, seriousness, and, well, some misleading information. Welcome, Bob. Great to be here. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day. Let's, we're just gonna, we're gonna go through a half a dozen or so ads. We're gonna play them, we're gonna talk about them, and uh, we're really gonna focus on the primary, uh, the August 2nd primary, because those are the ones that are most important in the moment, and we can do this again in the fall. Uh, but I wanted to start with a first ad by Steven Johnson. He's a candidate for state treasurer, he's a Republican, and you might consider this the punk rock ad of, of the primary. I'm Steven Johnson. My consultants said I needed some exciting ads. Well, here's some really exciting stuff I've done. I stopped the reamortization of the state pensions, saving taxpayers billions. Wow. Held super exciting hearings to get Kansas taxpayer dollars out of Russian investments. Awesome. Paid down over $3 billion in pension debt. Cut taxes. Not exciting. Not my first rodeo. I'll protect your tax dollars. Okay. That's uh, Representative Johnson, who's running in a contested primary with a state senator, Karen Tyson. And uh, that could be an interesting race because, you know, they're not necessarily the most well-known people on the planet. But certainly Johnson is going to get some attention from this ad. That's, you're the master of understatement. Now, this ad is, uh, is one of the all-time best in Kansas history. No joke. I've watched, uh, viewed over and archived over 1,200 ads and over the years, there are some fun ones, some humorous ones. But relatively recently, candidates have become much more conservative, with a small c, and a little wary of the funny ad, you know. And, and, and so they're, they're, they're rare. But Johnson has gone all in. And, and here's an interesting thing, Tim. That's called, it's, it's a down-ballot race. The average voter is going to have no idea who Karen Tyson or Steven Johnson are, which is why this ad is even more important. Uh, for him, and I love this ad uh, because he's making fun of the office, but he's not doing what a lot of candidates do, which is sort of invent issues that really have nothing to do with the office that all candidates do to get attention. Um, you know, for example, you know, maybe a presidential candidate will talk all about education. Well, we all know, you know, there's really not a lot a president does with education. So what Johnson's doing is saying, making fun of the boring how boring the state oh, treasurer uh, is and government. <laughs> okay. And he's also a good actor. Uh, if people view this, they'll see he uses a lot of hand gestures. So uh, he, this is going to make it difficult for Karen Tyson, his opponent. She's had a couple digital ads, and um, he's certainly up the ante here. Right. So that's obviously you're investing some money in this. Let's shift to the uh, question that's going to be on everybody's ballot. Everybody can vote on it. It's the Constitutional Amendment on Abortion that looks at bodily autonomy and whether or not the Kansas Constitution's Bill of Rights uh, includes a, a language in there that can be interpreted as guaranteeing the right to abortion. So on this point, there's a lot of money going into this. <clears throat> we think, Bob, there's about $13 million in ad buys so far, uh, and which is a heck of a lot of money, correct? Yes, it's, it's actually probably more than a gubernatorial race in Kansas. So that, it's a lot. Okay. So we have a very clear organization that is running ads that are opposed uh, 
to the constitutional amendment. So just to clarify, a yes vote will affirm the amendment, a no vote is against the amendment, and a simple majority, it's 50% plus one person, will decide this question. So there's no and yes ads out there, and I think what we're going to do is just go ahead and, and play the, uh, the no ad first, and, and then we can chat again. Now, Catholic, we didn't talk about abortion, but now it's on the ballot, and we can no longer ignore it. I won't support putting a woman's life at risk, and that's just what this constitutional amendment does. It could ban any abortion in Kansas, even when a mother's life is on the line, or with rape, or incest. If it were my granddaughter, I wouldn't want the government making that decision for her. Vote no. Okay, first of all, Bob, it's, it raises the prospect of a ban on abortion, which this amendment doesn't itself do. If this amendment passes, certainly the Kansas legislature and governors in the future could come back and, and hand out a ban on abortion. That's certainly possible. It also raises another element to this is that this amendment doesn't say anything about guaranteeing an exemption to any laws uh, on abortion for to save the life of the mother in cases of rape or incest. So it brings up those two issues. What, what's your vibe on, the, on this ad? So th this ad is important because it shows where this debate on the abortion amendment is, and it also shows what both sides want people, you know, hope people will think about. So the no side is saying, essentially, they're, they're arguing if, if this passes, abortion is going to be banned. That's their argument. As you pointed out, that's not guaranteed, uh, but that's their argument. And it's also interesting, of course, that the, the, the person talking in this ad says she's a Catholic. So they're trying to reach across, you know, quote-unquote, party lines, religious lines. And the other aspect to it, Tim, is that at the end, she puts it in a limited government framework, saying, and that's sort of an appeal to unaffiliateds and Republicans, maybe, who are for limited government, saying this is not just about abortion. This is about the government and, you know, getting into your lives. So there's a lot of things going on there, but the key is it's this debate over whether abortion will be banned. Now, sometimes people uh, complain about uh, political ads and saying, oh, they sh this shouldn't be run, it's a lie and everything. Well, the Supreme Court has, has basically said, listen, they're subjective. So here, Jane, Jane is saying, I think that if this passes, abortion is going to be banned. That's, you know, that's what I think. I see. I see. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, all right. So now that no ad was put out by Kansans for constitutional freedom. They're an organization that was established to fight the amendment. We have another ad here from the yes side, and it's the Value Them Both Association. It's uh, essentially, think about it as a political action committee that's, that's uh, putting out information there in support of the amendment. And we'll play that now. I've read the Value Them Both Amendment, and it doesn't ban abortion or remove exceptions. That's just a scare tactic. Here's what it does do. It lets us keep common sense limits on abortion that we already agree on, like limiting extreme abortions in the third trimester, and requires abortion clinics to meet safety standards that protect women. That's not a ban, it's just common sense. And it's why I'm voting yes on Value Them Both. All right, so uh, in this particular ad, she's talking about late-term abortions, like Kansas is going to become the capital of late-term abortions in the future. 
highly unlikely. You can't get an abortion in Kansas legally after the 22nd week. And safety standards are not going away, no matter what happens. So, uh, Bob, what's, you, what's your perspective on this particular ad, taking the opposite view of the previous one? So again, the, the crux of the, of the argument from the si uh, two sides, no folks say, hey, abortion's gonna be banned and it's gonna be extreme. That's their argument. The yes folks saying, uh, not addressing that possibility and just saying that's not what this amendment does. And they're arguing that don't, don't focus on that. They say it's scare tactics. Um, it, it's not scare tactics because it's a possibility. Uh, you know, just because you mention a possibility doesn't mean you're scaring people. Uh, and so, but also as interesting is that this ad is trying to sort of demean the opponents and saying, this, this is just common sense. We are the practical, regular Kansans, we, you know, and the other side is radical. So need to add there that somebody that formerly worked on the advocacy uh, organization to get this amendment passed told a crowd in Kansas uh, that, yeah, right, you're going to get this passed, and wink, wink, we have the bill in our back pocket on, on a ban on abortion in Kansas. Well, that person was summarily fired, but it actually peeled back the onion a little bit on where maybe uh, the advocates of this amendment are going. And, and the one other quick thing about the Catholic Church, the Catholic Diocese of Kansas poured millions of dollars into this, and I don't think the Catholic Church wants to stop abortion some of the time. I think they want to stop it all of the time. But that's the argument of this ad. To your point, the ad is actually arguing, oh, don't, you know, basically, don't worry too much about a ban. You know, just don't think, of, don't think about that. In fact, she even says it, it, it doesn't ban, but it, and it's scare tactics. But again, I would argue it's not scare tactics, it's the possibility, and as you're pointing out, the real, uh, a po very possible reality. All right, next up in this primary, we have a very hotly contested primary for the Republican nomination for Attorney General. Uh, we have one very familiar name and a couple others that people are learning about. So one of the candidates is Chris Kobach, former Secretary of State, who famously ran unsuccessfully for the U.S. Senate and Governor recently. There's State Senator Kelly Warren of Johnson County, and the third candidate is Tony Mativi, a former uh, U.S. prosecutor who has the most trial experience uh, in a courtroom. Um, and so each of them, we have ads from each one of those individuals. Uh, so let's go with, we're going to go with the Kelly Warren ad first. We'll, we'll play it right here. I'm Kelly Warren. I'm a wife and mom, a successful attorney, and a battle-tested conservative. As a senator, I stopped Governor Kelly's COVID-19 mandates and lockdowns to protect your freedoms and our economy. As an attorney, I've taken on China and protected your private property rights. As attorney general, I'll fight against Biden's agenda and protect our values. Some candidates are great at creating headlines, but they never win. I'm Kelly Warren. I'll fight and win for you. Okay, that was Senator Kelly Warren, and of course, the unspoken person that she's talking about there is Chris Kobach, and a big element of, of Senator Warren's campaign is the fact that Chris Kobach has lost high-profile uh, campaigns in Kansas recently, correct? 
Uh, that is correct. What, what she, what's interesting about Chris Kobach, of course, is that he's also won a lot of races, mostly primaries. He's lost a number of general elections. He won two statewide races for Secretary of State. He won a congressional primary mm-hmm. uh, and lost the general for that. So he's, you know, again, they're trying to paint him as a big loser. But overall, he's not a loser. He actually has some popularity in Republican He's primaries. won more statewide races than Kelly Warren. Well, that's for sure. But, you know, it, here's the difference is that Kelly Warren, no one knows, the vo- average voter has no idea who she is. So the, the key for her campaign is people will default to Chris Kobach because if they go in and have no idea who these people are, Kobach has the highest name recognition, according to polling in the last couple of years, of anybody in Kansas, including higher than Governor Kelly. So they'll, you know, Republican voters might go in and say, I don't know who these people are, and I've heard things about Kobach, but I'll vote for him, right? And so he's got high name recognition. Nobody knows who she is. So she has to introduce herself. That's what she's doing in this ad, kids puttering around in the kitchen, and, but also sows a little bit of doubt about Chris Kobach, which she does at the end. So there's a lot, a lot of things going on in this ad, that's for sure. All right, very good. Now we're going to turn to Chris Kobach. And his ad, which I believe has been denounced by the campaign of Kelly Warren. Rocketing crime, inflation, open borders. Radical Democrats are devastating America. Now we find out Kelly Warren donates to the Democrats. Warren's never argued a single case in federal court. She needs basic law explained to her. I'd like to call on my legislative intern to answer that question. And now Warren donates to Democrats? As Attorney General, how can we ever trust her to protect our values? Kelly Warren, not ready, not conservative, not for us. Wow. You want to square that away? So many uh, fascinating things going on. So normally, in a a regular campaign, a candidate will, you know, introduce themselves. Uh, Even a well-known candidate, you know, like Jerry Moran has a new ad out. Hi, you know. This one is so interesting because Kobach, his first two ads, there's no introduction for Chris Kobach. It's just boom, bring out the howitzer and go after Kelly Warren. So it tells us that Kobach sort of thinks he's ahead, which the polls are showing, but there's a lot of undecideds and they may go to Kelly Warren if they think she's okay. So Kobach is going to say, I'm gonna, I want these people not to think she's okay. And also Kobach clearly has some pretty good oppo research. He's uncovering, he's uncovered a few things about Warren that he can use in his ads that she donated to a Democrat at some point in her life. I and think a, she tried to clarify that her husband donated okay. to a Democrat. Okay, so that's part of the problem here is that there's some uh, stretchiness to the right. proof oh, factor. Well, the Supreme Court again would say, well, yeah, that happens in political discourse. And the other big controversy is he somehow got, the, you know, he, or not somehow, he got the audio of Warren deferring to an intern which whatever the story behind that, I know the intern wrote to the Kansas City Star and you know tried, tried to explain, to explain it. whatever it the context, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's a great clip. I mean, it's, it's, it's brilliant in terms of a TV ad to have a candidate deferring to an intern to, if you want to make that candidate look weak. So, for gosh sakes, I'd hate anybody to be uh, recording <laughs> and holding me accountable for every little quip that I make. That, I, mean, I mean, that... That's oppo research. This was an innocent statement she made on the Kansas Senate floor that nobody balked at at the time. Of course not. Uh, But now, taken out of context, it sounds bad. I would, and I, yeah, it does sound bad. And it's actually probably for a first ad to come out of the shoot for Kobach, I would argue is pretty effective. And I think 
uh, all along, the anti-Kobach forces were, were going to go negative. It probably made that mu a much quicker decision. <laughs> Keep in mind, Chris Kobach, after a trial in federal court, was ordered by a judge to take remedial education in, in, in courtroom procedure. That's the person accusing Kelly Warren of not understanding basic facts of a courtroom. Oh, yeah. Well, I love primaries because throw out party affiliation <laughs> and you get you know, these really interesting uh, fights that go on. Okay, uh, that was the, a Kobach ad. Now we're going to turn to a political action committee ad put out by something called the Freedom Conference, and they do not like Mr. Kobach. And so here's, here's what they think of uh, the Kobach candidacy. As Attorney General, Kelly Warren will enforce laws fairly. Chris Kobach breaks them. Illegal donations, millions of taxpayer funds wasted. Just like a Democrat. It's time to put Kobach out to pasture. Freedom Conference PAC is responsible for the content. Okay, Bob, uh, comparing Chris Kobach to a Democrat, I'm just going to have to uh, throw a red flag on that one. Well, that, that's the kind of thing where Kobach might look at them and say, now that was really low. I'm joking because, <laughs> you know, it's a Republican primary. Uh, but it is a pretty funny... How dare you call me that's a Democrat? Right. All that these other outrageous. things, yes. <laughs> Um, but there's, I mean, this is a 15 second ad and there's so much going on. They pack it in. He's got the voice. I know, you know, the deep voice of excitement, a, a quick little pro Ke Kelly Warren thing. And then boom, right into Kobach. And it's again, like many of the things that cites a, an article, you know, but Kobach's been involved in so many things that in accusations proven and unproven, he was chair of the Republican party where, you know, the finances weren't good and whatever, they found what? Didn't they find a gun in a cabinet at some point? Yeah, when he vacated Secretary of State's office. I think there was a gun. There was missing so, ammo. It's bizarre. Part of it, he's, he's uh, been in um, several different offices. He's run for, this will be the seventh office he's run for. Hmm. He was chair of the party, you know, mm -hmm. he was Secretary of State. So he's been around for a long time. There's so much there. Uh, and they jam it all in in about 10 seconds. So this is... Yeah, the, that, that brief ad, it could take me two hours of work <laughs> unraveling the mystery of some of the thought behind it. That's the aggravating thing about these campaign ads. It's really just... So an ad like that, they really just want everyone to know, you know, that the cope, you know, get this image of Kobach is just a disaster, which they, yeah. which they point out. Okay, uh, here's the third candidate in the race, Tony Mativi, who's a former U.S. attorney. And uh, he has an ad that's basically more traditional, I think, in terms of trying to introduce voters to himself. Okay, Bob, in terms of the Mativi ad, I think he's striking at a sense of his professionalism, his experience in court, but also uh, playing off the anxiety the public has about public safety. I think that's a real issue that people can latch onto in terms of trying to decide who to vote for. Yeah, the, no question about it. I mean, in fact, like many of these ads, there's a lot going on. Islamic terrorists. I mean, this is, sounds bizarre, Tim, but we don't talk about terrorism anymore. You know, so he's reminding people of that, and he was involved. There's, the images for this ad have a lot of police and military. I would argue Mativi might have made a little bit of a mistake, because to your point, I think I would have gone with the whole ad being state crime crime in the state of Kansas, because that's an, a big issue right now, maybe the opioid crisis, all sorts of things. But he wanted to, he put a lot in there, cartel drug dealers, Chinese spies. But you're right, it's very different than Warren and Kobach, who are really going after each other. Uh, and, you know, Mativi is the candidate, I, I often dub it the aliens 
candidate. What I mean by that is if aliens arrived in Kansas during a certain election and they just looked at the candidates without party affiliation or anything, they'd say, I think this person looks like he's, he or she's best suited for this job. Well, you look at Matibi and his experience. It's incredible. And, you know, but we live in a democracy and the politics goes on. And right now it's Kobach and Warren that are clearly the front runners. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to close out here in our mini review of, of some of these campaign ads. <clears throat> Excuse me. With a look at the Secretary of State's primary on the Republican side of the ballot. Incumbent Scott Schwab is running for reelection and he's being challenged by Mike Brown, a candidate uh, who is a Trump election denier and uh, used to be on the Johnson County Commission. So let's go to the Scott Schwab ad. Conservative Scott Schwab led the effort to pass photo ID and upgraded our election system. Praised by conservative organizations for making Kansas among the most secure in the nation. As Secretary of State, Scott Schwab has reduced the filing burden on businesses, eliminated outdated regulations, and Scott is the only candidate endorsed by Kansans for life. Streamlining business creation and protecting the integrity of your vote have been my top priorities. Conservative results always matter more than election year rhetoric. All right, so in that ad, Scott Schwab, who's the Secretary of State, and he's the chief elections officer. So one of the things he's emphasizing is election security. And uh, he also, part of his job are these boring business filings. So he says he's done a good job there, good for him. But the part that struck me was he talked about abortion. And the Secretary of State's office has nothing to do with that subject. Bob? It's a, it's a Kansas Republican primary. So, yes, it's very normal to see all the candidates talk about uh, things that just essentially trying to establish their conservative bona fides. Uh, what's interesting to me about this ad is that Schwab is arguing against the narrative that Donald Trump is pushing that the 2020 election was was rigged and disaster. And we know that Trump is still still calling up people in various states trying to get the election results overturned. Schwab is saying uh, that he he's he's essentially made Kansas one of the most secure, and that Kansas elections were secure. And of course, as we know, he even appeared in front of legislative committees pushing back against that entire narrative. So that's a very different stance than his opponent. Yes, uh, Mr. Schwab has been involved in legislative work to make uh, elections, we'll call it, more secure. He's been involved in that when he was a member of the Kansas House and as Secretary of State, and he has repeatedly said that Kansas elections were safe and secure, and Mr. Brown and others uh, don't like to hear that, and so that's why he has a Republican Party challenger. Right, but Scott Schwab from this ad, what it tells me is he's also a, a very smart politician. And how do I, why do I, why would I say that? because he cites uh, an award or an accolade from something called the America First Policy Institute, which is him also sort of, you know, maybe appealing to the Trump people. So if a Trump person sees that, of course, that phrase America First, might think, oh, Schwab's with us, <laughs> right? Oh, the America First. That's, that was interesting. So he's, you know, he's a very smart guy. He's uh, still saying, I'll take some of the Trump people's votes, and, and I'll give them that America First sort of reference to do mm -hmm. that. So there's many, many more ads we, sh we could have chosen for this, but this is just a, a brief overview. Uh, obviously, uh, there's some balderdash in, in some of these ads, but Bob, how, how would you close this out? Uh, do you have any advice for people if they see these on TV? A lot of people mute the sound, but maybe there's some benefit to um, listening. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Watch them and, and listen to them and, and 
you know, use your noggin and think, what are they trying to express here? And is that valid or is it reasonable or is it something that appeals to me? A lot of people complain about the ads, uh, but, you know, you're, what you're getting is what the, you're learning about the candidates. And to be honest, you can save a little bit of time uh, in terms of your personal research because you, you may not like the message, but at least that tells you something. Hey, I don't think I like that message. Mm -hmm. All right, Bob, we're going to leave it there. I want to thank Bob Beatty, uh, Washburn University professor uh, who has a huge archive of maybe more than a thousand Kansas political ads. 1,200. 1,200. Uh, just a sensational record of uh, weird politics. Uh, so I want to thank him for being here today on the Kansas Reflector Podcast. <laughs>